0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, assorted non-binary prefix sporting people, live from the shitty trailer park in Bloomington, Indiana. This is the podcast that exists for no discernible reason whatsoever. The Matt Signal. Now, your host, Matt Chuglonski. probably not have noticed because nobody's really watching me this closely, but right around the time COVID-19 hit the U.S., I stopped doing podcasts. Uh, I am an empath. This last few months has been a lot to process. Uh, Everyone's feelings have felt an awful lot like my own, and I've also been really angry and disappointed with a lot of people. So doing a podcast was difficult for me to do. Uh, because I didn't want to come off just being outright negative or uh, overly harsh, or uh, it's just been a lot to process. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's not that hard to tell kind of where I'm at with my politics just by that introduction. Uh, I, I don't even like that it's considered a political issue, really. And then, in addition, to the whole COVID-19 debacle, Uh, we have the recent developments surrounding police brutality and uh, apparently open-door racism in our country is back with a vengeance, so it's hard to want to jump out and make your thoughts public, uh, especially vocalizing them. I... I really don't know what to say about a lot of things I've seen lately. Uh, I, I have seen people on both sides of the American political spectrum make things about politics that shouldn't be. I have seen people take courtesy and turn it into, you're taking away my freedom. I have seen people outright defend murderers. I have seen people who will absolutely not admit to what a fucking buffoon their chosen president is, who will defend him no matter how much evidence there is that he's a steaming orange piece of shit, I just, I I don't know what to think anymore, and then for me to say any of those things I just said, I instantly get chucked in the middle of this political divide as if I want to have to choose between one of these two fucking stupid sides we have. In addition to that, I'm a pro wrestling fan and I've watched over the last few days as pro wrestling has finally had their Me Too movement start up. And everyone in the in their uh, sister is coming out of the woodwork claiming sexual assault about someone and then on top of that, comedy, stand-up comedy is having the same issues, and I'm just like, what the fuck, where are we in this world right now, because I really don't understand anymore, does not, is there not common decency anywhere, am I really that rare of a man, a white man no less, that I don't hate black people, that I don't think Trump's great, that I think sexual assault is wrong, and that, I am okay with wearing a mask if it's going to protect your grandpappy. Why am I alone? Why do I feel so alone in this camp? And then why do I have so many people trying to put me into a camp that I don't belong to simply because I look at the tea leaves and see, Hey, maybe I don't want to be a fucking asshole and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to wear this mask and I'm not going to treat black people like shit. And I'm going to acknowledge that we have a major fucking problem with police officers in this country. And I just, I don't care if that takes me away from the family barbecues. Like I'm, I don't understand how much proof people need to realize there are several fucking problems in this, not just this, our country affects the world. And we've made it so. The American Empire wants to have their hands in everything, but we can't get our own shit together and it's fucking insane to me that how many years, what was it 92 that killing in the name of came out by rage against the machine? 92, so you think about that, 2002, 2012, 18, or no, sorry, 28 fucking years after, some of those that work forces are the same that Burn Crosses comes out, and here we are, with the Klan trying to make a comeback, arguing over whether the Confederate flag stood for racism and bigotry or not, and fuck fucking defending the statues of people who fucked kids because they did it over a hundred years ago i don't know what to think about people anymore and it's really hard for me to fucking be positive when i feel all of that but here we are i'm just a fucking barrel of rainbows sunshine butterflies and your mom's sweet tits so here goes the mat signal and we're back i've switched microphones i've Collected my thoughts a little bit. That last one was pretty bad, so I thought I'd try out a headset I have that uh, I may or may not be using for some kind of financial endeavor that involves paychecks. I think they call that a job. Uh, Not going to get into details about what that job is, because then that jeopardizes my ability to do things like this, Um, but... That headset is clearly not going to work, and we're going to go back to the Yeti because that's where the jam is. So, COVID. COVID-19. The Rona. I've been trapped. I've been trapped in a glass ball of emotion for, what, three, four months? You think I ain't fucking sick of being here, dog? You think I ain't sick of talking to one of my best friends through the goddamn window? You think I ain't sick of fucking... You, do you, all right look here's the thing I resisted the mask for a while I really did like I mainly because I I have had the mindset that I almost hope I get the rona and get it over with and I was you know that's a half-assed thought because what if I get it and I don't know it and I accidentally spread it around And then I cause other people to get sick, which could ultimately lead to one of them dying because whether you know it or not, out of the people diagnosed, there's about a 5% mortality rate, which is a little bit higher than I care to fucking participate in anymore. So I start wearing the mask. I don't fucking like it. I don't know who would. I don't think anybody out there is like, yay, this fucking mask is awesome. Nobody's celebrating covering their goddamn face with fucking hot panties in the goddamn summertime when it's 90 fucking degrees outside, but we do it because we're not selfish pricks. Look, we understand that it's not going to stop transmission of the virus 100% of the time. All it does is prevent the fucking spit that comes out of your mouth from getting in someone else's face. Which is a start. It's something. It's a goddamn courtesy. There's a fucking pandemic. Why are you making this about your freedom? It's about doing what's right by your countrymen. Or or am I missing something? Because I honestly, like, don't get me wrong. I don't go to bowling alleys or bars very often. I don't have to go anywhere to get my hair cut because I just shave it off. And sometimes I let that cul-de-sac grow but I really have not felt as if I've lost that much freedom in exchange for trying to protect other American citizens. At this point in time, we have more deaths recorded over COVID-19 than we had for Vietnam. If someone brown killed 120,000 Americans, we would be a mile up their ass with the Marines and tell me I'm wrong. Tell me we would have done everything. We would have spent every dime. We would have flipped every rock. We would have searched every cave. We would have done everything. Everything to get those motherfuckers back. Now, here we can't do that. There's no declaring war on it unless we're all to stay the fuck home for a while and let this thing run its course. But no, the economy. We can't let the economy tank. The magical, mystical, man made fucking economy that we could all collectively just be like, you know what? Fuck it. It's fine. And then nothing would happen, but you can't get everybody on board because this is America. You can't get everybody on the same page because this is America. There's always got to be some fucking asshole that's like, my freedoms, you're fucking with my freedoms. And it's like, I'm sorry, but to me, it looks an awful lot. Like you're saying, I'm fucking with your freedom to be a fucking asshole. And I'm not sure if that's a God given right or not. I'm not convinced Did he write on a tablet somewhere? Did Moses drop it on his way down that said, thou shalt be a fucking cunt when everyone needs to pull together? I don't understand this fucking aggressive pushback against something that people are asking you to do when they're inconvenienced themselves while they're doing it. They're not fucking getting off on asking you to do this. They're trying to prevent deaths. And your response is to mock them. And it's just mind-boggling to me. Not you, the royal you, people that applies to. How selfish, how spoiled, and how entitled are we in this country? I thought I was bad because I'm fat. At least I'm fat on my own. I'm fat to myself. I can't give fat to someone else and kill them. I don't have any kids. I guess I could if I had kids and fed them nothing but chicken nuggets. But I don't. And I thought I was bad because I was glutton. And now I'm just seeing that, like, I think that's the least of our worries. I think what I do to myself is the least of our worries. And I don't know... I I honestly, to me, it looks like the American experiment is failing. I've I've had people tell me, I don't know how good we have it. I wasn't here to see what other people fought for, and I don't know how good we have it. Now, I'm not Nostradamus, and I'm not even an exceedingly wise man who doesn't claim to fucking have visions of the future. I'm just a guy looking at history saying no fucking duh we have it better now than they had it in the past but does that mean that's as good as it can be just because you fought to get to a certain point and then you're like you know what i'm done i accomplished my goals doesn't mean that's all there was to do and just because you don't experience racism in your life or see people who do does not mean that it's not a big fucking problem. And just because you have a good relationship with the police doesn't mean that those same officers you have a good relationship with might not be corrupt. And just like just because you were good friends with someone doesn't necessarily mean they didn't fuck someone without their consent. We have a real problem with relating everything through personal experience and anecdotes in our country while at the same time denying scientific evidence and consistent proof. Now understandably, back to COVID-19, we don't have that much scientific data available. This is a new thing. They've only been studying it for a handful of months. We really don't know how this thing is going to play out in the long run. And yeah, the information changes from time to time. A lot of people like to mention that at first they told us not to wear masks. Then they told us to wear masks. Then there was dispute over what the meant Yes, of course. They told us not to wear masks at first because there was a goddamn shortage and they needed them for medical personnel, you fucking morons. And then, as time went on, we realized that, hey, we can make our own masks that'll block water droplets. They may not be necessarily as effective as some others, but that's something we can do. And I've even seen where, I'm not 100% sure on the science of this, but in 95 masks, some of them actually expel you know, more into the air than you would like. So maybe that's not the most effective thing to do. Look, there's no 100% foolproof way of preventing yourself from expelling a virus into the air if you have it. And we understand that. It's not a 100% foolproof method to wear a mask. It just helps a little bit. And you know what? I think it sucks. I think I've already said that. I think it looks stupid. I think it feels stupid. Not just stupid, but uncomfortable. But yet, I'm willing to do it. Why? Because I care about people. I don't know them all. I'm never going to know them all. I'm mostly a loner, but yet I still care about people. I care if there's a small chance that I can take an action that might improve the odds of other people around me just even the slightest cunt hair, I'm fine with that. That doesn't feel like an attack on my freedom. That feels like I'm doing something for my neighbor. And I think it's been so long since the American public at large has been asked to sacrifice anything that you're all, not you all, but a lot of you are acting like some gigantic fucking bitches about this. It's courtesy. It's manners. It's doing the right thing for your neighbor. That's it. It's not political. This isn't left versus right. This isn't your freedom. I see people doing everything they can to defend the police as a whole as if nothing wrong has been happening. Some of those people will admit, okay, what happened to... uh uh uh, george floyd was bad but no it's george floyd was the straw that broke the camel's back this has been going on ad nauseum for decades for centuries and yeah it may be better than it was 150 years ago but that doesn't mean it's as good as it needs to be And just because someone is nice to you does not mean that's how they treat everybody and you need to stop using that as your barometer for judgment on things. I'm not black, but I had a cop unnecessarily press the barrel of his gun to the back of my head while I was on my knees with my hands behind my back. Do you think that steel needed to make contact with my head? No, but he wanted to send a message that he was sure in charge because that's what people who got picked on in high school and then got a job they have no business doing do. They take the first little bit of authority they have and they exploit it. They use their power where they can to dominate people who are helpless to stop them. That is a good portion of the police department, whether you want to admit it or not. Not all cops are bad. How many stories do there have to be of officers who tried to inform on other officers who did something wrong in the line of duty and an entire police department backed the person who was fucked up in the first place and they fucking ostracized the person blowing the whistle. That's a whole department that has to do that. It can't be just one or two. It's fucking institutional and your denial of it doesn't make it less true. And some of your friends went to work as abusive, sadistic faces, and you just don't want to admit it. Because Ted makes a really good brisket, you don't want to admit that Ted might just crack the back of a head of a black man who don't deserve it. Well, I'm here to tell you, Ted's a fucking cunt. I don't care how you feel about it. It's the truth. As long as there are police who are standing by and allowing these types of things to happen from the top to the bottom, they're fucking ostracizing officers who try to do the right thing, running them out of the force, making it so they're unhirable, gaslighting them in front of city councils, making them sound crazy, getting all of their ducks in a row so that there's no way this individual person trying to make a difference could possibly do it because eight other cops say he's wrong. Who are you going to believe? And maybe it's not every police department. I'm sure there are some that have good relationships with their communities. And good for them. That's what they should do. That is what they should do. They don't deserve extra praise for that. There are too many not- doing that there are too many people sent not well enough equipped to handle the reality and not well enough equipped to handle the consequences being sent into neighborhoods that they are not familiar with to patrol people they do not even make an effort to understand in fact they despise them There are people rolling around strapped with guns and a government license to kill who despise the entire community they're patrolling. And if we don't do something about it, it's about to pop the fuck off for realsies. You thought Minneapolis was bad. You thought that week was bad? Wait till Derek Chauvin gets acquitted. Wait until they finally come out and say that they won't be filing charges against the killers of Brianna Taylor. People are fed up, and I don't blame them. And the whole tone and tenor of this podcast is exactly why I haven't done any in a while. I'm mad, and I'm tired, and I'm sick to death of people who think that they can logically defend the right to be an, an asshole... And that that means anything to me beyond the fact that they're an asshole. I don't care how sound your logic is. That doesn't make it the right thing to do. Right now, the police should be doing everything they can to oust bad cops and rebuild their relationship with the public. And instead, they're doubling down. I don't care that a guy stole a non-lethal weapon from a cop. He did not deserve to be shot in the back and then have his body kicked while he was on the ground. Cops are not executioners. That's not their job. They knew who the guy was. They knew where to find him. There was no reason to kill him. We have people in neighborhoods thinking they're fucking Batman jumping out of pickup trucks and shooting black men for taking a jog in the wrong neighborhood. And yet there are people still defending those assholes. Not that many. At least most people seem to get on board with that was wrong. Christopher Columbus wasn't even the first to reach America. Did it by accident then proceeded to to begin the systemic elimination of the first people who lived here. He's not a hero. He was a dick. He was a cunt. And taking down his statue does not eliminate anything about history. In fact, I mean, history's already been pretty conflated in this country where it concerns Christopher Columbus. I'm not going to be the one to give you a history lesson because I I can't sit and recount it perfectly. But you can look it up. It's already kind of fucked. The history they teach is revisionist as fuck. You think it matters that we tear down some statues built to honor people who were not good? And I've I've seen and I've been told that morally right and legal are not the same thing. I don't care. Sometimes you have to break the law to do what's morally right. And right there it is in the title. It's morally right. I don't give a fuck. Fuck that law. That law shouldn't be there. It's called civil disobedience. Not everything has been civil. Nor could I possibly hope to hold people to that standard. I don't know what it's like to be part of a people who have been systemically oppressed for hundreds of years. I just know what they tell me, and I believe them. I believe how they feel is valid, and I believe their anger is not misplaced. What I think is misplaced is the effort from the establishment to try to correct itself, because there's no fucking money in that. Strangely enough, though, much of the money has shifted sides, and that should tell you all you need to know. When corporations are betting on Black Lives Matter, you've lost your footing. When Target says it's okay that they burned our store down, we're going to pay our associates anyway, and we're going to rebuild and learn from this, that should tell you all you need to know. That's not a normal decision, for the people in control of the purse strings of a corporation to make, that should tell you all you need to know. When the money is turning on the president, that should tell you what you need to know. It's that bad. It's that bad that the establishment is starting to turn on itself, and it's not going to be a whole thing. Obviously, there are going to be holdouts. There are people who still, for whatever reason I cannot comprehend, want Donald Trump to win again, despite the fact that the last three years have been a mess, really, really doubly so in the last four months. Now, I don't want Joe Biden either, but if that's my only other choice, then that's the one I'm going to go for, for now. You can't make an argument to me that he's a, that Trump's a better option. He's failed on every level. You can try as hard as you want to fucking defend this dude. He's wrong. He's wrong for this country, and he's just wrong in general. He's a fucking blemish on our history. People are going to look back at this time and wonder what the fuck was wrong with us. I don't know the answer. We are a house completely divided, and I really don't know how to put us back together. But I do know that this is the last time I want to sit here and go on a fucking 25, 30 minute political rant. Political. It's not political. Political but it is political. Everything's political now, right? Still arguing whether gays and transgender and everybody else deserves equal rights. Black people, Mexican people, Native Americans, whether they deserve equal rights. But you want to change the arguments so much. You don't want to admit that there are problems in these departments. Because they don't affect you. And if we address them, it might change something in the world that you you can't control. That's what it seems like to me. You're just afraid of change. But it's coming, whether you like it or not. So you might as well bend your knees and brace for impact because it looks like if this doesn't change through negotiation, it's going to change by force. And I'd prefer we go the peaceful way. For now, I don't know what else to say. I'm going to try to make my next episode a little less issuey and a little more funny, you know. Try to get back to doing some fun, lighthearted topics. It's just, man, it's been a lot to process lately. And I guess if you're not as empathetic as I am and you don't have to feel it like I do, maybe it's easy to deny, but there's no denying it to me. We've got to make some changes and we got to do it soon. Or we're going to be our own undoing. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you later.